1: In my new book, With Mark Tim, mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Stephen Garcia Vidal, um, attorney at EPGD Law. Um, Stephen specializes in wills, trusts, probate, guardianship, estate. State planning, among other things. Stephen, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Let's go back in time a little bit. Uh, what inspired you to become an attorney?
2: It goes back to my dad and my, my basically my ascendants. Uh, my grandfather was uh, an attorney back in Cuba and my dad was an attorney also in Cuba and then uh, renewed his license here. We practiced together and it was his area of law before I even uh, got into this area of law. It was something that I I kind of shunned uh, the beginning because I was doing other areas of law, but then I found out that not only am I, do I like what I do, I love what I do. Um, I ended up um, pursuing it. It's not as stressful as other areas of law like litigation. And uh, when you can say that you love your work and go every day, and you love what you do every day. It really does make it a lot fun. To you know, every day is is, is definitely a, a challenge, but at the same time, it's um, it's rewarding. And what do you tell us a little bit
1: about um, what does estate planning mean to you if someone asked you what is estate planning how would you answer that question?
2: Yeah, I guess to tell the, the lay person on the street I'd say planning for your death. I mean the only guarantees in life are death and taxes and so you know people would would I would think that would be the best description is to plan for your death and not put so much burden on your on your heirs. that's that's the main Thing and avoid what I, what I um, tell people in my b i group and always just avoid probate. And if you don't want to do that, I can, I can make an appointment with me. It would be a Zoom or a phone call and I'll tell you how much, how much people spend on probates. And it's nothing compared to what people spend on an estate plan. So, I mean, that's, that's just the way it is.
1: That makes sense. What are some of the most common mistakes people make when it comes to estate planning that you get to help them with?
2: Yeah, unfortunately, uh, So they come to me when when they forgot to put a beneficiary on the bank account. One was – I can't say the names, but I can just say the – Sure,
1: your identity is obviously confidential.
2: Yeah, well, it's attorney-client privilege. And not only that, I mean, there is – the probates are are public record, but believe it or not, they they, they literally just – they redact everything when you try to look it up, just so you know when you try to – people try to get online. Um, Basically, like I said, it's uh, forgetting to put a – Beneficiary on a on a beneficiary card. Um, This client in particular spent over ten thousand dollars, and basically just it was just one little card. that They something happened. They added the name, but it wasn't correct. And by the time the they they corrected it, the person had passed away, and that's that's too late. So and it was the assets were over half a million dollars. So you can only imagine when you when you have you. It's as simple as just putting a beneficiary or doing a trust, which would then avoid all that but basically just a beneficiary designation on a um on a card and we have basically all those topics on our website uh that they, people could visit dpgd business law but um, i'm also supposed to be promoting let me give you the other one if i can already our, our estate lawyer florida state lawyer florida.com is our trust and estates website and I'm supposed to be promoting that one, not the, not the, not the regular EPGD business law, nothing against my, 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 my bosses, but you know, we're supposed to be promoting that one. So again, it's estate lawyer, Florida lawyer, I can put it in the chat if you want.
1: Nope, no problem. Got it. All right. So you talked about people not naming beneficiaries. Um, what are some other, uh, common estate planning mistakes that get made?
2: Yeah. Not, not doing a will. Um, That's number one. However, I will repeat that that does go to probate. So people think, oh, I mean, it used to be, I don't know if you watch any or anybody in your listen to your podcast is watching any Hollywood movies where they basically they see it's usually an older person, an older attorney, uh, nothing against uh, the elderly people in this country. um, But they they usually that's the that's the stereotype. You know, they'll put an attorney that's older and then they'll sit they'll sit in a room and they'll tell them they'll read the will or do a video and they'll say, I don't represent you. I represent the personal representative. And um, basically just read the will. And then they, everybody thinks, oh, this is what I get. This is what I get. And this is its not the way it works. The way it works is that the, the will is deposited with the court. And then the probate is filed. And then the only one that will read that, well, personal representative will read it. And also um, it, when it goes to court, it'll be admitted and then a court order. So there's not really a reading of the will until somebody challenges it. Um, but that's a mistake, not to have a will. And I think that another mistake is just um, not to do a trust, especially when you can avoid probate by doing a trust. And I do something called a pour-over will, which actually trans—it transfers like a glass pouring of, uh, basically a container, of, a, a pitcher of water into glass. If something happens to the to a property that you didn't put in the name of the trust, you can have a little transfer over to the trust through probate. But basically those are the two common mistakes um, of people um, not, of what they should do, which is a benefic- beneficiary designation and of a, a will and, and, a, and a possibly a trust. That's
1: okay. With the changes to, you know, the marital exclusion that have keep changing depending on who's in office, um, how does that affect like a credit shelter trust or um, some of the other trusts that you might recommend?
2: Well, for now, um, being at 11.75, I believe it's 11.74, it went up a little bit. Um, that basically, uh, there's not really much to worry about. It used to be people did irrevocable trusts to try to avoid, you know, state, t- state taxes. But now um, what's happening is is because it's so high, which it might come down under the current administration, um, then what will people will, are just basically doing revocable trusts. Um, and any other type of trust, you know, that, that's, on, that's a case by case basis. Um, but, yeah, it's 2021. It's 11.7 million. Um, of course, for a couple, uh, 22, it'll be um, double that amount of 22, 22 million or um, 23.4. But but again, it's, it's so high, nobody falls into that. I mean, very few people. I'd say the Jeff Bezos of the world and the, uh, uh, you know, Richard Branson's of the world, those might might be in there because it's over, you know, they're billionaires. Um, but yeah, the, depending on the trust, uh, there's so many different types of trusts that I would have to discuss it. With the with the client, and then of course my my first consultation is free. I have a uh, I have a um, a free thirty minute consultation. Then from there, I uh, I go ahead and obviously, if they retain me, I, I go further. I mean, I'll go forty five minutes if they have to. Don't, I don't start charging by the minute, you know. And, and most of our fees, uh, Seth, are flat fees for uh, for estate planning.
1: So for what, how does the complication of, let's say, cognitive issues, Alzheimer's, dementia, how how does that affect someone's estate plan?
2: That's very important because if they, um, if, for example, if they're uh, incompetent or doesn't have capacity, incapacitated, I I can't even do it. It would be unethical for me to do it. Any attorney that does that shouldn't be practicing estate planning or practicing at all. Um, I mean, that's just... And of course, if I see they have they're lucid and they have capacity, uh, I make sure that that I I, I ask some questions. Um, if they're incapacitated, I get a doctor's report. So what that affects is that instead of a state plan, it's going to go to a guardianship, which I also do. Guardianships. Let me tell you right now, um, I just like I love my area of practice. I don't love guardianships. I do it because of clients. It's a, it's a, it's basically it's a demand from the clients. It's a request from the clients, and to accommodate my clients, I've done it. I, I don't. I can tell you, I love guardianships. I do them because the clients request it, and I try to help them out. But they are very complicated. So they they basically last until you die. They require annual accountings. They're a pain. They're a pain. Uh, and every year, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I make I make extra money doing the account annual accountings, doing the extra work, uh, which I delegate, and I, then I do a lot of it. I, I try to supervise that. But the problem is, they're just again, they're complicated, expensive uh there's a there's a two-part process which i can get into if somebody asks me about it or if you ask me about it but um you yeah, that's that's why I, I make sure that they are they are lucid have capacity and uh, that doesn't mean that if they let's say they're in a wheelchair that doesn't mean that they, they don't have capacity of course they have capacity i'm talking about uh mental capacity so um physical incapacity does not prevent anybody from doing a state plan not there's there's no you know requirement that you just because you have a disability that you cannot do. In fact, you should do it if you are disabled or have some some impediment. You should do it. That makes a
1: lot of sense. With um, how do how do clients find you? How are how, do, how does how do the the folks find out about you?
2: Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, basically, i, I mean, three PGD. We have business law and a state, I'm sorry, state uh, our state planning website and department. Uh, they find us through, you know, the, the the website, and I guess through the Google uh, SEO type um, uh, referrals, which come to the partners, and then the partners will they'll screen the. We call them PNCs, potential new clients, and then from there they they're screened and then, then assigned to us. But me in particular, um, individually, I've been doing this 23. I'm going on 24 years very soon, and uh, I just have lifetime clients. That's that's what my clients do. Um, all my clients are happy. Obviously, when you have a attorney-client relationship, it's not perfect. Just like any marriage, it's not perfect. But um, at the end of the day, uh, my clients love me, and I love them back. They they do. Um, you know, they keep coming back. They keep giving me more work. Um, so it's usually through referrals, through the firm or through oh and I don't know if you've heard of BNI. Yep, it's I've been. been in, I was in BNI for eight years. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I rejoined again. Uh, the word of mouth there helps out, you know, spreads the word. So the word of mouth is like, just like my dad used to do it. And uh, I belong to several referral sources, such so as the Dade County Bar, Barrow County Bar, and uh, Legal Shield, which are all uh, – Legal Shield is a prepaid legal. Um, and they come through there. It's just that you get a little discount if they come through one of those sources. Um, and then just, uh, yeah, just other attorneys. The attorneys, accountants, and uh, financial advisors are great sources. Um, but basically uh these this marketing technique like this podcast, uh I don't know how many people are gonna hear it, but it, it's it's um we do some of that, but not really as as much as probably you do.
1: Understood. You've been in the business for such a long time. What is your biggest challenge now?
2: Yeah, well, it's a little slow right now. I can say, you know, I, I know when things are a little overwhelming and things a little, you know, you people say they're swamped and I have to delegate, and when things are a little slow. So I pace myself, but um, my biggest challenge is is getting work, getting referrals when it's slow. And that that's when you you don't have as much time. When it's when you're busy and it's things are you're swamped, you don't have time to market. You just you basically go to a lunch here and there and you and you just basically keep up with the work. When things are slow, you get out there and you start you start to, you know doing more marketing and that, that's my challenge because this is drumming up business. Um sometimes in other areas of the law, but and I mean within what I do. But I try to help out, you know, turn out my clients as much as I can. And the good thing is, our firm does so many. We have so many attorneys that, that in, our t- in different areas of practice that if I can't help them, if I, if I can't help them with one thing, there's an attorney in our firm that does it. So, or even might be an I group. So that's the beauty of uh, BNI and, and having a multi versus being on your own solo. Um, it gets a little bit lonely. And um, so basically, that's every day. That's that's the challenge. Is you know, where 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 am I? Uh, Make sure I have enough work to last me the five days per week like as I take off weekends. So uh, that's probably the the biggest challenge. And also assigning, you know, my, to my staff, which I, I highly have a lot of trust in and confidence. But the problem is they also have a lot of work. And, uh, you know, it's like it's like a balancing game every day. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you do? Best is uh, the, the consultations, the client consultations, which the partners, uh, you know, they're the ones that do it. But I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it because, and I enjoy these these type of uh, you know uh, interviews because um, the way I see it is I like to talk to people. It's not to say that I don't love to work. I, I wish I had a paralegal doing all my work, but since I, I I do a lot of my own work, that's that's the part. And I and I and I, I can I, I can see what's going on. Um, I get involved. You know, it's like I, I do all the even if it's something that's 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 um, just paralegal type work. Um, I do it. There's some there's a lot I delegate. But basically what I love to do is, is the potential new clients, you know, the, the, I look forward to not, I'm not a, or a, what do you call it, a morning person, but our, our b and is at seven in the morning. The good thing is at the end of the meetings, I realized that by doing them instead of doing them at noon, which we I used to do them, uh, doing at seven o'clock by 8, 8, 15, eight, eight, between 8, 15 and 8, 30, I'm done. And then we have our staff meeting after that at my job, at my, my firm, I'm sorry. And um, and you're just, I mean, your day is, is you're still, um, have the rest of the day to bill so um that's that's what i you know i, I like to do the most so I, I look forward to it and um and uh yeah so that's what i'd like to do
1: awesome well for our folks watching and listening who want to learn more about what you're doing where is the best place for them to find you is that the uh, estate lawyer florida.com
2: yeah let me see here real quick because the word that website just launched It's us get around but let me because, yeah that's the one I'm supposed to be promoting so that's statelawford.com when you go to that website of lawyerflorida.com and you go to our team um, at the top of the screen you'll see you'll see the two the two uh, partners there of our department Eric and Elizabeth and you'll see nurse and I were the I'm the senior associate nurse is a, an associate she has been doing it a few years now um, and uh, and then of course uh, from there you, I think if you click you'll see my bio, but the best way is, um, I'll, I'll put in the chat, or I can just tell you, it's uh, Stephen at epgdlaw.com. My name's Stephen with a P-H, at epgdlaw.com, or the firm, let me see here, give them the right number, let's see what we have here, let me give the right, let's just contact us, let me see if they put a, yeah, they put it here, but they don't, it's 786-837-787. There it is seven eight six eight 786 is, three seven six seven eight seven. If they call the office, uh, they they'll transfer the call to me. Um, once I I am retained to do some work, uh, Seth. The, the clients uh, basically take on a personal relationship with me. They have my cell phone number. I'm available, basically seven days a week, all the time, even after even after hours. So that's one thing that the clients like about me. Um, sometimes I, I I sometimes I call the client a little bit too much because. Sometimes, you know, I, have, I need something fast and uh, they, but they do appreciate that, that there's that, you know, I've, I've heard the, I've heard the complaints from other, from other clients about other attorneys, but they just don't, they just don't talk to the attorney and they talk to the uh, paralegal or they just don't they'll get a phone call. So that never happens with us. And our customer service is, is uh, so basically second to none. And um, we, we have, we, I get Google five, star. I mean, some more, not to show off, but just to stay, we get Google's five-star reviews. I get them all the time. I get um, AV rated, which is um, the highest rating that Martindale Hubble gives to an attorney. It takes uh, 18 attorneys to rate you almost a uh, 4.5 out of 5 or higher. And then the ABO rating, my ABO rating is high. It's close to a 10 right now. I think it's 9.7, 9.8. Um, I, I look for that thing when I'm looking for, you know, a lawyer or a contractor or engineer. You know, I want to see, see good reviews. So they're more than welcome to look them up. But the main thing is, look, there's a free consultation. You have nothing to lose. Uh, by trying to find out what you're gonna what you're gonna lose if you don't have that consultation, and the last thing is, I even have clients that have a lot of money, and they they put it off everything during COVID, and still, we're still trying to finalize their estate planning documents. We're still trying to get I'm trying to get some clients to do a will, and I don't know if it's the fear of money, but you know I tell them, look look what happened with the you know with the Surfside, uh, chaplain condo collapse, very sad, and my heart goes out to all the families, but. It, it I mean if they did not have their estate planning done it's gonna be it's gonna be hard it's hard enough to find out you know your family passed away that way but it's hard to I, I deal with it all the time Seth so it's like I, people when they talk to me about you know the loss of family or you know taxes to me it's just it's just part of my job I sympathize and, I, and I, I empathize with my clients but it's really what I love to do and um, I also do some real estate just announce that on the side um, some real estate closing so if anybody ever has any questions on real estate how it ties into estate planning how it ties into uh, probate guardianship they go hand in hand um and so you know I, i'd be more than happy to uh, do that and i also work with a title company that can help them uh, we do we can do uh from contract to close i don't know if you've heard of that it's called contract to close so you get legal representation you go with a title company there's nothing wrong with that i in fact i use a title company a non-lawyer title company but um when it comes to representation, they're not going to—they're not going to represent you like I would. They're just not going to do it. I mean, that's—I mean, that's just a fact. So with that said, you know, if you have any other questions, let me know.
1: All right. Well, we greatly appreciate you being on the show. Um, we will make sure to share it with our audience. This has been Seth Green with Stephen Garcia Vidal of EstateLawyerFlorida.com and EPGG Business Law. Stephen, thanks so much for joining us.
2: Sure. Thank you. Thanks
1: appreciate everybody it. for watching or listening, and we'll talk to you or see you next time.